Awesome. So good morning, Emmanuel. Um, so good to have you on the call. Excited to have a chat to you this morning and see where things are. So everybody on the podcast, we have Emmanuel Kerr with us today. Emmanuel is another colleague of mine with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. I'm really excited to have a chat to Manny, as we know him, and really understand his background. And I know there's a few gold nuggets there, just having a quick little chat with him yesterday. But I'd really, uh, I really want to flesh out this this valuable, you know, human being that I get to work with. So, Manny, welcome, welcome to the podcast, mate. Thank you, Ricky. You know what? It's nice to, uh, and that was a nice introduction. And likewise to you, it's a, you know, you are such a great, a great spirit, and uh, the power of, it, of like minds. We 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 just really hit it off when we first met, mate, back in Canada. Definitely, yeah, definitely. And I do remember that. I, it's funny because. You really seem like a man on a mission, and um, I love working with people with that sort of uh, mindset, which really leads into the you know the conversation that we wanted to have a chat about today, and that was attitude. So I just wanted to start off just just the only preparation I have for this these talks because we want to make them as natural as possible is the topics. You know, we like to choose a topic or two topics that we cover. And so today I've actually got a quote that I really love and I really wanted just to start it out because I really feel it resonates with you, Manny, and where you're at as well. Nothing can stop the man with the right mental attitude from achieving any goal. Nothing on earth can help the man with the wrong mental attitude. Now that was by Thomas Jefferson and uh, Sandra Gallagher said that one to us and I absolutely love it. But I really feel that you are a man on a mission with the right attitude, mate. So awesome, awesome subject to be talking to you about. Mate, thank you so much. No, that is a powerful quote. You know what? It's funny. The things that actually bring you to a certain point in life are amazing. And before I begin about talking about attitude, I just want to talk a little bit prior to Bob, just about my early life, mate, because... We've got to give credit to what brings us to the moment. Um, I want to talk, my, my beautiful dad, you know, he passed away back in, uh, in 04 due to Parkinson's. And you know what? He was an amazing spirit. He was a great motivation. Um, and, in, you know, he's left a big hole in, in my life. But um, I just want to acknowledge him because he arrived in Australia in 52 looking for a better life, you know, like so many migrants do right after the war. He opened up several businesses that demanded his attention and my dad was so focused and you know what, rightly so, he had seven little mouths to feed on seven. Wow. Yeah. And we, you know what, we watched him work hard. You know, he, he had a paradigm of working hard. He was always on the go. Um, he didn't work hard. He didn't open on, on Christmas Day, bless him. He, was, he just wanted to give. He really wanted to give. Um, you know, there's a great picture of me, Ricky, when I was about three or four, you know, helping my dad, you know, putting away some milk cartons in the fridge, in the shop. But unfortunately, yep. I, I watched him literally working up to death. Mm. Um, you know, there were, you know, so our paradigms are often formed in our, you know, our early years. Some are positive and, and some, you know, you come to realise they're kind of limiting. But it was interesting, when we were at, at the um, consultant training last month now, mate, one of, the, one of our colleagues, I want to acknowledge her, Melissa Claire Roseberg, she said to me, you know, I was sitting down talking to her about this situation, about paradigms, and she said to me something I didn't even realise 
something that was in front of my face all these years and I didn't even notice. She said to me, Nanny, you've got this paradigm that will make you sick. And I thought, wow, that, that is true. You know, all these years I was kind of a boy. I thought money, I see it as a necessary thing, but I thought chasing it or anyone who actually values working hard would make me sick. And I, I kind of realised it was to do with my dad because it it's not nice if you've ever seen somebody pass away like that. So this put a big, you know, I was able to put more of the pieces of the puzzle in my life together. And, you know, it, it explained why I... I dropped out when I was at uni. I dropped out of uh, my economics business degree um, during the time when my dad was getting unwell. And I, I and I sought a vocation as a teacher. I, I, I was a, a primary school teacher for until I came to this. Um, it, it's funny, you know, I, I came to this and I made the mistake of believing that teaching uh, would give me a work-life balance. Um, but how far from the truth that is, you know, as I would later to come to realise... You know, this is another example of where I wish I had access to Bob's material when I was younger. It would have saved me, you know, like a lot, a lot of things in my mind. Anyway, fast forward for a few years, Ricky, and I get a call from my brother. The disease had claimed the life of my father. And it was funny, you know, this is where the big things in my life started to change. And, you know, sometimes we don't realise the big moments in our life when they're happening. But that point is when when my paradigm almost got an emotional impact. I, I had I know there are two ways to change now I, to change your own paradigm, you know, one through repetition and a coaching program. Well anyway, later that year I, I quit my teaching job and I decided to pursue my, my dreams of travelling that I was wanting to put on the back burner until I was um, you know, like re of retirement age, you know, so I I, I loaded up my VW bus and uh, you know, I, I Followed my dream. I drove right across Australia, mate. I saw so many amazing things and met so many amazing people. Um, later that year, I backpacked. The following year, I toured in Japan. I spent about three years in the United States and even ended up in Peru. And awesome. was amazing. It was that emotional impact that actually got me connected back into the enthusiasm that we all have for life. But, you know, unfortunately... A lot of people have the view that they'll put it on off to retirement. And, and a little bit later, I want to talk about retirement. Um, but you know what? I was a man on a mission, Ricky. And I, I kept going for nearly six years, Ricky. I was overseas for quite a while, mate, until another another paradigm. And I'm not sure if this was the best one, but it kicked in <laughs> nonetheless. It's one that eventually a lot of people sort of like uh, get confronted with. And it's the one that says it's time to get a real job and to settle down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, you know after I returned to Australia, I quickly got what I thought I had to do. You know what? I was wrestling a lot with my inner demons and trying to force myself into believing that that you know going back and getting a regular nine to five job was the right thing, but. You know, the warning lights were in front of me for quite a few years, but I was ignoring them. I was forging ahead. I thought I had to just keep going. It could yeah. be that, you know, that I'd chosen a safe vocation that I that was that had a stability of work life. But I thought, in the end, I realised it was actually a lie, that paradigm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, was, I was working ridiculous hours, Ricky, as a teacher. I, don't, I know there's a lot of... I've got a lot of teacher friends, and teachers are... 
extremely giving, creative, loyal, wonderful people who do the jobs for the right reason. However, the work-life balance will drain you, mate. It is. Mm. Yeah. You know, I had yeah. friends who were getting paid more money, way more money, working less. And, you know, I, had to, I remember giving up, had to make, make up excuses. You know, I can't actually meet up with friends because uh, I had, you know, school, a lot of schoolwork to do, mate. I had a lot of uh, pressures of the job and and the money really wasn't um, befitting of everything that you you give to the to the job. Yeah. Um, crazy, you know, it's crazy. You know, I noticed my health was declining. I spent like a, I ended up going to the hospital once um, through stress. Um, it, that was another emotional impact, and that was another one of those warning signs on my on my dash saying, you know, that things need to change. You know, um, my creativity was heavily restricted. and It was interesting. Mm. I kept attracting co-workers who were mirroring, that's a big one, who were mirroring my dissatisfaction for the job. Um, (laughs) You know, the sounds got louder and louder, and I ignored them. You know, I plowed on another year. I kept, and guess what? I kept the signs got louder. I kept attracting more difficult co-workers and, and were actually really... Only mirroring my own inner turmoil. Um, That's awesome. Awesome awareness around that, mate. Like, <clears throat> just yeah. knowing that, you know, a lot of people can point the finger and blame it on the outward uh, experiences, but just going inward and knowing that those, as we know, our life is a mirror reflection of what's going on inside of us. So our results are an indication of what's going on inside of us, and those things that we don't potentially like in somebody else is actually what we don't like in ourselves so you don't have the ability to like or dislike something in anybody else unless that's within yourself that you like or dislike so the beautiful thing about that is that we also have the flip side of dislike is like and love and when you can look for the good in in everyone and and every situation like you're doing Yes, that's a true reflection of what's going on inside you, and that's what you really do love about yourself. So, mate, this is uh, this is turning out to be an amazing story around your paradigm and how these lessons have continued to pop up through your life. What I want to know is is how how you're getting out of that. So, these situations come, you know, the death of your father. Uh, then the colleagues and that sort of thing. How is it? What is it? What's the point in time when you start to think, you know what, uh, I'm aware of this. You said it before, you know that you know you, this is what you need to be doing. You're just not sure how you're doing it. So I'd love to know a bit more about that because we're really talking about paradigms here, aren't we, and how these lessons a, keep coming back. In a huge way, huge way. Um, you know what, my attitude was declining, Ricky, and... Um, it was a big lesson for me, you know, that things had to change. Because like you said, mate, you know, law of vibration, we attract people like a, a giant magnet. Um, Ricky, the, the Bob moment happened to me. Um, you know, Bob being such a powerful uh, beacon of light, I actually was doing a lot of soul searching, praying during that time, looking for a way out, looking because I realised, like, you know what, life is short, there's got to be a better way. I wanted to work smarter, not harder, mate. Uh, you know, I didn't want to have history repeat itself, you know. Um, a way of into my real purpose and happiness, Ricky. i never forget that moment. I opened um, one morning. It was, it was a really sunny uh, morning in, in, 
in autumn one year, not long ago, I think it was early last year. Was, and um, I got an email from Bob's office explaining about a career opportunity. And I, I told my wife about it and she encouraged me to inquire. You know, a few days went by, I didn't hear anything. And then I got a, a phone call um, from, from a man named Jeff, um, a, another great spirit, um, who explained to me the Thinking to Resolve program. Um, well, the program was so in line with what my soul was crying out for, living in a life that felt so cloaked and so restricted. This was like a chance to follow my purpose and bliss. Um, it was about restoring balance and harmony with my spirit. You know, it's that kind of equilibrium that I feel that I've made peace, peace with in my life. You know, putting the old old paradigms and looking them for what they are. Now, the thing that stopped me and got me out of Ricky, you know, this diet down with spiral was my attitude. You know, you've got sometimes you've got to take a humble look at your, your yourself and, and eat some humble and be prepared to eat some humble pie. Um, you know, we can't blame others. We can't blame other circumstances or situations because, like the law of attraction, vibrates says you're attracting that for a reason. Whatever you're getting, whatever you're receiving, you're actually putting out. You know, like if, for example, if you listen to the, you know, we're all taught to blame others in the world, unfortunately. And if you listen to Trump, like. You know, the whole do unto others until before they do unto you approach. You know, it's rubbish. You've got to do unto others as you would have done yeah. unto you. And, you know, for a lot of times, it's, and for a lot of years, it felt like I was putting the horse, sorry, the cart before the horse. And it is true, Ricky. You know, we, we get out of life what we expect from that. And, you know, I can think of a few mantras that, that I was using, and they weren't true. You know, like, you know, no pay, no gain. You know, well, it's too... It's too good to last, or you know the Murphy's law. There's another one. What can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah, and and these things, you know, like <clears throat> we speak of paradigms, we speak of the environment that we were in when we were ch- children, and how that impacts our environment. Uh, one thing that I really admire about you is with all these paradigms, and they're very heavy and strong around that. With the work hard, you know money's evil that sort of thing i feel that your awareness around that is so powerful because and sometimes we don't know where these paradigms come from because some of them are hereditary and they skip generations we're born with them but the beautiful thing is it doesn't matter what you're born with what paradigms you're born with or what you're being given as a child it's what you do with them now this is where I am really, really excited to be working with you because what you're doing with these paradigms that you're dealing, you've dealt with, you're getting through, is just sharing that light to people. And I really want to talk about that because I want to see where you're at now. I know that you know you've dealt with a lot of these strong paradigms, and these are, you know, we're talking about migrant. You know, where's, whereabouts did your father migrate from? My father was uh, an Egyptian Greek, so he came from a a place he was actually he's a, he was in a place where he had to drop out of school when he was younger to help support his family and uh, he didn't have a lot when he when he came to Australia okay yeah awesome and so you know they, these people they come to a new country different language different cultures different people no friends no surroundings that are familiar potentially no money well as you say no money 
they've got to do what it takes to survive. You know, the thing that we can draw out of that is potentially the persistence that he had. It's just the paradigms in which they were controlled in. So I love that. And the other thing that I really wanted to touch on, that every experience that you've had with your father's passing, with colleagues, all that sort of thing, are they not beautiful blessings? And have they shaped your life to who you are now? Ricky, those are great questions. You know what? We've got paradigms, and some of them are are beautiful. Some of them are not so admirable. But we do have some incredible lessons from our family, so many lessons from all the people whose lives uh, touch us in so many different ways. Um, You know what? But I think the most important one is to always be open, to be open that there's something um, that we can't see that is helping us. I guess this word we don't hear a lot of, it's about having faith. Um, My dad did have strong faith, and he's taught that to me, that there is an unseen force that is looking after you, that has your best interests at heart. But the key is you need to be open to it. You need to be open to receive the goodness that is actually coming to you. You need to be observant and have the the diligence to to recognise when something is trying to help you. Mm. you've got to be willing to open that call and for me that moment was saying I'm going to put a stop to my old ways I'm going to start a new life that resonates with my core belief the work that that I've done with Bob the more I've studied it the more I've realized this is a spiritual liberation um, this is a this is a, a powerful turning point in my life that's awesome um, because, you know what, there were so many things that were gleaming in front of me, but I was ignoring. Yeah. Like, the one, you know, you, you become what you think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, another one from Einstein, imagination is everything. It's the pre- it, it is the preview of your life's coming attractions. You know what? Yeah. You know what? No one's born a pessimist. You know, it's something that you pick up from your little life over years of being in a place of fear. And what I've learned while being around that was that I was low therefore you know you can change your paradigm if Mm. it's not in your spirit and the key lesson I guess is the openness to being to to have to invite change into your life cool and when you when your father passed away I just want to touch on that because you've made a decision right you made a decision how old were you at the time I was 28 28 so you're you're in you're you know you just seen your father pass away obviously very close to him so what sort of feelings were you thinking about your future now i mean is it his was he somebody that you really looked up to and you know we're just going to follow in his footsteps and and you know as you say putting putting the milk in the fridge but doing it a different way is this something that you felt potentially things that things had changed now because you know my old man's not around I just want to touch on that a little bit and see where you were at at that time of his death. My father was a very intelligent man. He could speak seven languages. He was a very learned man. He was very wise. I learned a lot of... I learned actually, because through businesses up when I was a kid, I learned him interact. He was... It's funny, Ricky, a lot of the things that, that I've learned in TIR, my dad actually did. He let people with the impression of increase. Mm. He was very attentive. He had a lot of goals. Unfortunately, he didn't see them through, but he really worked selflessly 
Yeah. Um, he did a lot of things from his heart. Um, I guess during that period, what was going through my time was that we are here for a short time on this planet. Um, and we want to say at the end of, of our life that it was the most happy and incredible experience ever. I mean, we can do this by changing the way we interact with ourselves. Um, we don't want to, we don't want to say that we just got through life. We want to say that we had an incredible, amazing time. Uh, we, we were able to do everything we wanted to do. We lived a healthy life. We had a work-life balance. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, a lot of things that my dad was great at one thing, procrastinating. So he, unfortunately, you know, this is, we, he never took us away on holidays. You know, I, that was one thing that I wish I got to know. I wish I got to know my father on that level. But the work really drove him hard. And the fact that, you know what, we never got to see him as a relaxed dad who was enjoying a holiday. And I guess that made, that triggered a big thing in me, Ricky, to actually travel to yeah. enjoy yeah, be present and to see all the wonderful things that life has to go. So I, 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 and I still do. I make an effort to actually enjoy every moment that's in front of me. That's awesome. And so, and that really started from, you know, from his passing. You've decided to travel, right? I guess that was his gift. Yeah. You know in the in the great scheme of things, you know, in a very uh, metaphysical uh, aspect yeah. of life, there is some unseen things that. I feel that was my dad's gift to actually remind me not to forget about the most important things in life. Yeah, that's awesome. And you know what? Like when we look back at these things and we try and analyze why and how, and then you become a bit more wiser around things, that experience and, and you know, it's it's sort of propulsed you onto a, an amazing journey throughout the, the world. And, you know, that's something that's to be awesomely grateful for because, you know, the passing of your father was really the start of that. So I really want to touch on that now and, and really go into that. So you did Australia. You went up to, was it Darwin, did you say? Did you go through Darwin? Yeah, I went through the centre, mate. It was, and uh, I know you're going to be embarking on that journey as well. And when you're, whenever you're really in the moment, always have an open heart. You know, you don't necessarily have a destination. You yeah. heard this before, enjoy the journey. Um, I met so many incredible people, mate, that I, that I still remember to this day. And I went by myself and it was... It was funny. It was during the time, Ricky. I don't know. I'm sure if you remember, there was um, there was some there was an incident. It was a big worldwide incident that happened. There was a backpack, and they went missing. And there was a lot of fear around going to the centre of Australia, and especially by yourself. And I turned that off, mate. I turned that voice off. And I've got to tell you, Ricky, by turning off all those things that that are negative, all those old paradigms, you only attract amazing things if you believe that you wake up and you will meet an incredible person you will yeah if you believe that your your path is blessed it will be blessed mm. life gives you what you expect of it <laughs> and that was that was a big thing mate that was a huge thing mate yeah. to be open and you magnetize incredible people mate. yeah exactly um, yeah I love it. And, you know, you're speaking from true experience. You're not talking about this out of a textbook. You've done it. You've travelled the world and you're I feeling could, it. I could tell you a few other situations. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Like, you're, the position you are in as a consultant now and honing your craft as a teacher, the, your, your clients, I'm telling you now, is they have such a gift in you because, you know, these principles are very very true because they're from the universal principles right 
However, we as humans like to complicate things and we like to make them a little bit more difficult than they need to be. The best thing about it is the most simple principles are the ones that work. And especially being a primary school teacher, now this is with no insult to anyone's intelligence on the podcast, but when you can explain a concept to a primary school aged child, then you can explain that principle to anybody because it's, it's a level of knowledge and understanding. That's It's not the age that we're talking to. It's just people's understanding. So, so to be able to present to your clients and help them through that, I know that they are getting results and I know that those results are going to be long-term. One, because you're speaking from experience. Two, because you've honed those skills of a te- as a teacher your whole working career pretty much to now have the ability to pull them together and really deliver a nice message now you know that mission mission based message so that's I'm excited man that that's really cool thanks brother I wish they taught this sort of stuff at school mate because um, this sort of stuff there's a huge need for it mate there's, there's a big cry out society for a lot of these things unfortunately I, I don't want to speak ill of our education system but I know that there is a lot of good things in there, but there's some things that are missing. Definitely, definitely. That are preparing not just children for a life ahead, but to prepare um, people for a life that is aware and that is purposeful and that will always help them with some success that is tangible and almost psychic success that's from the inside. Yeah, that's awesome. I that. That is, those impacts will have huge effects. Yeah. And look, like let's let's look at that for a sec because this is about finding a purpose. Because you are on a journey, we're all on a journey. We're on our own journey, and knowing and loving the journey that everybody else is on is is really important. But I think with the topic in mind of attitude, which is basically our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. So our attitude is the combination of our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Now, bad. Thoughts, feelings, and actions will produce bad results. Good thoughts, feelings, and actions are going to produce good results. So there's no successful person has bad thoughts and actions. They have to be at the, parad- at the, at the vibration of the results they're getting. So with your, you know, you've, you've had very close death in the family. One who is, in my mind, I can just see how, how much of an impact he's had on you. And look, that's a legacy because you are taking all those positives out of his life and you're really running with it. You're, you're creating a life from his legacy. And I know, um, not having met your father, I know he would be super proud because you've taken all of the silver linings and you're running with that and your family, your future family, which is, um, I've, you know, heard about as well is really exciting. So that's the legacy that you're having with your family because you've taken that experience, those paradigms, and you've changed them. And and you've changed your attitude because I know those experiences could spiral people downwards and downwards and downwards, and they do. You know, deaths, losses, uh, tough work situations, everything. This fear of everything through the middle of Australia, all that, that could really spiral people downwards. But you know what? You've made a decision to change that and not accept that. You just said that. You've turned that channel off. You switched that those those thoughts off. I really want to touch on that because I think you have an amazing ability that can really be shared with everybody. 
you touched on it then about switching off that channel. Can you touch on that for me? Can you just explain how you do that? Like if someone's in that situation, maybe they've lost someone close to them or they're searching for meaning they can't find it. How have you turned off that negativity and, and allowed the positivity come through? Uh, thank you for that, Ricky. You know what? If there's one advice that I could give people is just to be a bit more observant. You know, I've always been observant, observant with the children. You know, when you teach children, you need to be observant. You need to listen to them um, and to really find out sometimes what words they're saying has, is completely opposite of what they're doing. Hmm. Sometimes they might want attention or something. It might be something else is going on with inside, inside their spirit. Um, and isn't that funny too when people say they're really happy but you know they're not? Right. There was there are so many instances when you become very good at reading body language when you be when you keep your sensitivities close to you, mate. Yep. When you realise that there is a bigger force that we don't live in a random universe. Um, it's interesting. Einstein, when he was, as you know, it was an amazing, probably the best physician physician we ever had on the planet. The more he studied, the more he was interested in metaphysics, the, the, um, the pursuit of the unseen energy. I've had, I've got to tell you this story, Ricky. You know, I was traveling once in Latin America and I was about to board my plane and um, I was going back to, for work. I had work starting in about three days, so I was eager to go back. And uh, my passport, I put it down on the counter and I turned and my passport was, was missing along with several other items, mate. Mm. Um and so there I was. I, I couldn't board that plane. I couldn't enter the country until I had some certain things in place. Wow. Um, and I remember going to the, uh, the local police office office close by, and they said to me, are you upset? I was not upset. I was very calm because I, I had that assurance that there is a big hand working behind the scenes. And once you have that positive attitude, you will actually um, transcend any apparent negative situation. And... And I, I view that situation as incredible because everything does get resolved. We have in our mind, it goes from zero to 100. All these negative things are going to happen and we become paranoid. From that situation, I was blessed to actually something that was very, very um, spiritual that I actually in all my life because I was able to uh, forfeit my plane ticket. And I guess being observant, Ricky, um, always slowing down and realising, try to, to view your, your life in the eyes of a child. You know, mm. if some things that are negative might happen, view them as an opportunity. View them as a chance to learn, to grow. Um, yeah. You get caught up in the moment and feel like you're just the rag and the dog's throwing you around, but you're not. In, enjoy yeah. that Enjoy that moment. Like we were talking about uh, earlier before the call about bungee jumping or even doing the skydive. That moment that you jump off the edge, that fear that holds you back, and that moment you jump off, and the moment you realize, wow, this yeah. is bliss. I've got wings, and I will land, and mm. my life will always be successful. Mate, that's, that's awesome. That's when the magic happens. That's, that's such a good analogy. And you, I tell you what, like if there's people out there listening to this right now, and you're not sure, you know, you just please reach out with Manny. Um, on Facebook is probably the best. Manny, is that where you'd prefer? Facebook is perfect. Yeah, so, 
Emmanuel Kerr, that's E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-K-E-R-R, please. If you're in a situation, uh, any situation where you're struggling to find faith and hope, please just reach out to Manny. You know, from someone from experience speaking to you is going to help you resonate. Now, what you just de- described was literally in the in the realms of what some people would see as absolute chaos. You have taken a step back, calm, confidently reassessed, and delivered. So that is so powerful, man. And and if you can, I know that you can help people get this into their body, so that when this happens to them. You're bulletproof. You know, it doesn't matter what outside situation that happens, you're going to have the inner skills and tools to deal with it and not only deal with it, potentially turn it into a positive and the best thing that's ever happened to you. Now, this is why Manny says these are life skills and they should be taught in school. Imagine our kids growing up with this sort of inner strength to deal with any situation that comes up in life. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. I do want to say one thing. You know, I was watching, you know, one of my favorite shows, Alice, Alice in Wonderland, and I love this because there is just so much depth in this. You know, yeah. It says, believe in wonderment and keep your joyous heart open to the fantastic. Anything can happen. Sometimes I believe as many as six impossible things before breakfast. Mm. Wow. That's so cool. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> And I, I do, I want you to remember to always have it intention that when yeah. you wake up, like you're a child, like you're on Christmas morning, you're going, to ha- you're going to unwrap the best present ever during that day. And when you hold that, when you vibrate that, you're going to get that return to you in your life. Mm. But I guess that's the trick. How do you do it? Yeah. Mate, you, you've just touched on something now, and, and I really want to talk about it because I know you've got something there, is, is creativity. You're creating your days. You're creating your future. You're thinking it in your mind. You're imagining that, that gift, that feeling. That's awesome, and, and that's exactly what kids do. You know, I've got two little kids. They're always creating, and you know what? When they want something, they're so creative in how they say it to you to get it. So we can be like this, and especially in today's society with the workforce as it is declining because of automation and all this sort of thing, us as human beings, for the survival of us as human beings, we need to be creative in how we are wanted and needed in the world so our creative faculty which is one of our intellectual faculties that we work with is so important to harness and flourish and you know when we're kids they're so strong that creative faculty but as you know as the age goes on we tend to just pack that back into its little box and don't allow it to come through so how do you do that mate how do you get yourself into that vibration in the mornings is that what you do you visualize that you know like a gift or Firstly, I say I, I've got to say that I love working with children because that was that was the big thing that attracted me to, to teaching. Because children are so loose, they they're so perfect the way they are. In fact, sometimes you know the constraints of keeping the child in a regimented environment can be disastrous for them in the long term. I understand kids need uh, boundaries, but the creative spirit is something that is often neglected and not appreciated enough in our world, Ricky. Um, we are all creative beings. We all have that ability to visualise and to go out and do something. If you, if you can, life is like a, 
an open an open canvas. You can create it and you can add as much detail and make your life your own Mona Lisa work of art. You can be your own Da Vinci. You can visualise what you want. Um, and actually, I've got a vision board in my room that I look at. Um, sometimes I'll actually go and, and go to a certain place. If I was, for example, I was looking to um, upgrade my car, so I went to, to look at a certain car, and I've got that picture of that car in my, on my vision board. Um, there are there's lots of different creative things that you can actually do to actually help harmonise that vibration so it's almost inside you. Yeah. A lot of times I'll, I will actually go for a start my day off, I'll, work, I'll wake up a little bit earlier, go up into the forest and uh, and feel all the creative spirit or creative energy that's around me, that's in front of all of us in, in Mother Nature. You know, I live close to some forests, so spending maybe 15 minutes up in the forest is a great way to harmonise and really raise your vibration up and uh, become observant and to recognise that creation is all around you from the earth to the ground to everything that is sprouting up and reaching up to our to our, our um, mother up to make mother nature mm. Um, mm. there is that's awesome and you know this is we touch on something else that leads to creation that is that law of polarity so in every situation there is a positive it has to be a positive and we have that choice so that's our attitude so at the top of the chain we've got the situation that's occurred and then we have that choice of which side of the equation we're going to look at and depending on which one we choose we can take the negative side which ultimately leaves leaves us with you know anxiety which then if if contained and if not expressed leaves us with depression which then turns into dis-ease so the body is not at ease it is in a state of dis-ease which we then know leads to disintegration now as the law of polarity states there has to be a positive it's by law we have to be there has to be a positive there's no inside to a room if we didn't have an outside so at that point like when you're at the airport there has to be a positive to that and you had the ability through what it, we call is knowledge that you, there is a positive here, taking a step back, find the positive, and then hone in on that. Now, the only way we can gain knowledge around this is through study. So studying these principles, knowing that they're true and factual, gives you that peace of mind. As you said, just trust the universe. Just allow the positive to come through this experience. This is what I'm seeing with my eyes and hearing with my ears, but what is actually, what is the message here? What is the positive thing out of this? And and just having the awareness around that quickly shifts our, our focus to the positive, which through study become, we have faith. We, we, we build that faith in that positive outcome. And then that comes through to expression and wellness. And then when we're in a state of wellness and gratitude, what we call, it's creation. And so the difference between, as you said, Manny, the forest, the trees are growing in pure abundance and creation all the time because they haven't got a conscious mind to take them to the negative. The trees don't get to a certain level and say, you know what, I'm pretty cool here. I'm just going to chill here for a while. I'm not going to grow anymore. They grow and grow and grow. That's abundance. And so what we have is the ability to continually grow. And you just that was such an awesome analogy is going into the forest. You're surrounded by this abundance because all these trees are in a natural state of abundance. 
and us as human beings, do you know what? We can too, because we have a choice. But this is where we get so confused in life, is we, but through paradigms that create it, we take the negative side of the train tracks, or we take a look at the wrong side of the coin. But the awesome thing is, through this material, there's another side, and that side is beautiful, and the opportunities that come your way, the wellness you feel, the abundance you feel and generate and give out, is what, what we can you know create from. And that's when you say creation, that's really what you're talking about, right? That feeling of wellness and, and gratitude forms creation. You're absolutely right. Uh, gratitude is so powerful, mate. It is huge. Um, you know what? I guess a lot of people sometimes feel powerless to do anything with their lives, but it takes Ricky, it takes courage to break out of the uh, of the accepted mold and to find uh, conformity more comfortable. You know mm-hmm. what? This you know this is why it, it's it takes courage to, to be your, to be yourself. Yeah. It really takes courage not to conform and to actually live your own version of your own life. There, there, there is perfection in yourself. All you need to do is d- dive deeper, find the creative solutions that are inside you, find the, find the magnificent and the uh, perfection that is your true reality. And don't be afraid to live in that true reality. And I guess paradigms um, and the idea of failure can, can hinder that. Totally. Man, spoken so truthfully from someone who's experienced so much, but your courage, what you just touched on then, you know, to, to take the opportunity to travel at that age by yourself, not knowing where you're going, and to continually do it, the courage that you've re- what's been required to do that, the courage isn't there if there wasn't fear. So I know that feeling of uh, fear can hinder a lot of people however you've really embraced that and and used it to your advantage so as i say anybody that has the opportunity of meeting emmanuel or manny oh man you guys are so lucky you guys are in for a treat because the wisdom behind what everything he's saying is so powerful and it's it's from experience and you just can't buy that sort of knowledge experience is so powerful especially when trying to help people with these concepts so mate i'm so excited and you know what if you're in that ballarat region or um dalesford now dalesford you're, you're doing an event there shortly i think you're checking out some venues this weekend so that's so going to be actually, i've checked out a venue i'm going to confirm the date shortly but um awesome it will it will be over in the next few weeks awesome so definitely stay tuned I'll, I'll definitely be plugging people into that down that way if you're in anywhere within even two three hours drive it'd be so worth the drive to come and see manny he's such an awesome person and i know you're going to get so much information and packs of uh packs of wisdom out of that so mate that's awesome and look i've really really enjoyed our chat today um, I just wanted to ask you if there's anything else you wanted to touch on before we started to wrap things up. Ricky, you know, we've been talking about the law of vibration and I don't want to sort of blow my own trumpet, but you are a beautiful man. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. You know what? Just even saying that, like, honestly, how many guys say that to each other? You know there? what? It's kind of, there's not enough. There's not, a no. lot of, not enough of men actually acknowledging. No. By acknowledging something in somebody else, you see it in yourself. Totally. It takes one to know one, mate. And it's it really straight back it. at you. And you know what? 
that word love is so misconstrued in our society but until you start to love yourself you can't give what you haven't got so obviously you've done a lot of work on yourself and continue to do that and i really do appreciate you mate and 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 i'm loving this conversation i can't wait to speak to you again and really share your message because it is really powerful one from the heart and one that's going to change so many lives so mate i am real i feel really privileged to be working alongside you and going on this journey with you so guys if you if you feel that you you really resonate with what manny's saying here let's let's connect just jump on in we've got our facebook page real men talk community jump in there manny can talk to you or straight straight message to his uh personal facebook page we're open book everything in our lives is open book and that vulnerability that manny shows is just going to help you so much harness your talents and abilities and really find that purpose what it what it that purpose is for you in life so please connect with manny is uh, an absolute legend and uh yeah mate loving loving this it's cool no it's been fun mate i'm really looking forward to our next chat mate Cool. Awesome, mate. Well, thanks again, and we'll uh, stay tuned for the next podcast next week, guys. All right. Blessings to you, mate.